What's up, guys? Welcome back to That So Dev. My name is Dev. If you didn't know, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Oh, and if you're a mother, happy Mother's Day. And if you're Beyonce, Taylor, Nicki Minaj, and all the above, Rihanna as well, happy Mother's Day to you as well, mother. Anyway, y'all, now, we got some tea to get into today. But before we get into the tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me at That So Dev on Twitter and Instagram and literally everywhere else, including YouTube, where, child, you should go on ahead and subscribe. Love that for you. Now, like I said, it's Mother's Day, so you know that I'm baking it up, right? I'm doing a little cooking, a little light cooking, nothing too serious. But so I plan to do multiple things. I'm going to talk about what I'm going to cook first. Now, first of all, the theme for this Mother's Day, and I created a theme, it's a Merry Berry Mother's Day. So essentially, almost, if not everything, is going to be berry. And I'm very excited about that. Wow, I am so lame. But you want to know what? That kind of ate. Yeah, okay. Speaking of eat, I'm the, I, I can't. I can't. Because first of all, okay, for breakfast. Let's start with breakfast. I'm going to be making a blueberry brioche toast. Absolutely. So I'm just going to be using brioche bread, mozzarella, and blueberries. I think I'm going to use, obviously, some butter. Um, I'm going to use uh, sugar-free blueberry jam as well. And yeah, I'm going to make essentially a blueberry cheese. Blueberry grilled cheese. Love that. Honestly, it came from out of nowhere. I thought of it just one day and I was like, hmm, I wonder how it tastes to put blueberries inside a grilled cheese. And then I looked it up and then I saw it was a thing. And then I was like, oh, okay. Everybody has already done something that's already been put out there. It's not that serious. Anyway, so I'm super excited about the grilled cheese. That's different. Now, mind you, I don't eat berries. I don't. But this is Mother's Day. It's not for me. And it's going to look cute. But that's besides the point. So we got the blueberry um, grilled cheese. That's about to snap. Um, so I'm going to be doing like for my appetizer. Again, I'm going to do my chicken lettuce wraps. But I'm actually thinking that I might do turkey, to be honest with you. I did chicken last year, but I wanted to repeat it again just because they're just so good. It has the chicken. It has the ginger. It has, oh my goodness. It has everything that's just so good for you. And the lettuce wraps is actually butter lettuce, which is perfect perfect for chicken lettuce wraps y'all so i'm gonna be doing that and for kind of like my entree if y'all want to say i'm gonna do multiple things so i'm gonna be doing as kind of like my side dishes that's gonna go with the entrees i'm gonna do corn and quinoa and then i'm also going to do a um what what do you call it child it's a i guess i would say zucchini casserole um so yeah, as you can see, it's going, it's it's giving healthy. It's absolutely giving healthy. So we have the corn and quinoa zucchini casserole, and that's going to go with um, the ginger shrimp. Um, it's going to be soy ginger, but still ginger. It's going to be cute. Have the sesame seeds, all that cute shit in it. And for the next thing, I'm going to actually do curry tilapia with um, some peppers as well. So I think that's going to be cute as hell. It's going to be nice and light. You know, my mom has to eat a certain way. So I want to make sure that I make things that are going to be light on her stomach and also super healthy and nutritious and really feeds the body. Now, so I have all of that. That's going to be what I'm going to be cooking for the food. I'm super excited about it. It's not anything too crazy, but it's um, it's light. It's healthy. It's an aesthetic. It's all of that. I now moving on 
to the baking. Absolutely. You know, that's what you, come on, bitch. That's what you came here for. So I'm obviously going to be making some homemade blueberry muffins. This is going to be super exciting. Um, I'm going to actually add, I thought about doing different things. I'm for sure going to add fresh blueberries into it, but I thought about also adding some sort of jam. So, because I don't know, I really want to bring out the blueberry, but also I really want to bring out that streusel. It's going to be a blueberry streusel muffin, but the streusel part, I'm thinking, I'm like, hmm, I think I may do, okay, so you know how well, I don't know if you know or not, but some of you may know how. So if you want to do like a um, strawberry topping for like, let's say if you want to make a strawberry cheesecake type cake or something, you know how the strawberry shortcake type um, ices that they have, they have the ice cream and then the strawberry um, shortcake crunch around it, essentially that. Well, that like, let's say you have golden Oreos, right? You'll do that. You'll use some strawberry pudding mix and then you'll essentially just pulsate that together and it'll make that crunch. So I'm thinking of doing that for blueberry. Maybe get like some blueberry pudding mix, get some, I mean, you can use graham crackers too, but maybe get some gluten-free Oreos just so it could be nice and healthy for my mom when she can really intake and then create a topping that'll go on top of the blueberry. Because honestly, creating a streusel, girl, I'm not trying to go through that right now. I got a lot of things I got to do. Okay, I'm on a time crunch. I want this to look cute, pretty, elegant, and very, very like, I, I, I need to give pussy. I needed to give pussy, okay? Very juicy. Very juicy, very flavorful, very sugarful. Um, but also, like, I, I, I really want a nice, firm, crumbly muffin. You know what I mean? That's what I'm really going for. I'm really going for this very just, oh, the fluffy soft texture. That's what I really want. Um, but kind of firm on the outside as well, so it'll hold up. So we're going to be doing the blueberry streusel muffins. Now for the cookies. Oh, man. Oh my God, I'm so excited about these because first of all, I love Captain Crunch. And I was like, hmm, okay, first of all, I know this is Mother's Day, but I gotta make something that I wanna eat too, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm making all this stuff. Like, what am I gonna snack on? She not gonna eat all these sweets or something. Like, I'm gonna have to find something for me. So I was like, what can I make berry that I can eat? I said, bitch, why don't I make Captain Crunch berry cookies? Hmm. Yeah, gag myself a bit. I was like, okay. So essentially I'm gonna use my homemade cookie mix um, and then I'm gonna put Captain Crunch Berries inside of it. I'm gonna roll it inside the cookie. Well, I'm thinking I'm gonna put it inside because not all cereal works inside of a cookie. Like um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, that does not work inside of a cookie, but rolling it inside the cookie, that eats. It's been a lot of, um, trial and error with my um cookie recipe i've just been trying different things to see what actually works because not everything works at all so <laughs> but i um i i think fruity pebbles was an awesome one but i also felt like the fruity pebbles inside the cookie probably could have went without just because of the texture of the cereal inside the cookie it was like too chewy for me so i'm thinking for these i may not but it just kind of depends because cereal that becomes soggy inside milk will come out essentially the same way 
in the cookie, but not all cookies. It's very, 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 very difficult to actually get. I made a birthday, a little bit, I made a birthday cake golden Oreo cookie um, for Easter, and that came out fantastic. The Oreos baked inside of the cookie, mwah, chef kiss, bitch, ate that up. I mean, figuratively and also literally, I really ate that up. I ate all those cookies by myself. So um, I'm thinking for this one, I may do it inside um, the cookie. I may not. I just know that um, we're going to see whatever the hell happens. Because honestly, I don't know what to say. we just going to see if the cereal going to work or not. I, I, I just don't know. I've been thinking about it for a while. And I, I, I don't know. I really don't know, but I think the main part that I'm focused on is the berry aspect on the outside. So obviously after I make the cookies, I'm going to roll them in the Captain Crunch cereal. I'm going to pulsate the cereal to where it's super, super, super small. And then that's when I roll my cookies. After I put them in a ball, I roll it in the dough, not the dough, but I roll it inside the pulsated cereal. And then I'll put it right on the pan. I'll flatten it down. And then that's when I cook it for about 10 to 12 minutes as well. Y'all want my recipe for my cookie? Well, you're not getting it, child. Nah. <laughs> no, but you really not getting my recipe right now. That's mine. But I've shared recipes for a lot of things. So literally just go through my baking podcast and I have instructions, recipes, and all that stuff for what I do. Even if you're cooking a simple box cake mix um, to make your cake even more, a little more form, be serious, to make your cake more firm, to make it a bit more sweet, to get some bitterness out of some of those box cakes, to bring the flavor out because those, the lemon, the orange, all of these cakes that say they're made with real juice, please do not trust them because it don't taste like it and it's not going to taste like it. So, Especially for lemon, really put some real lemon. I literally cut a lemon in half, squeezed it, and then boom. It was just the flavor, honestly. So um, for this cookie, obviously after I roll it in the dough and it bakes, I'm going to frosting it. Um, I thought about not doing frosting, but I think that's just so boring. I like to have frosting on everything. And um, I'm actually going to do a marshmallow frosting, which I thought was like kind of the gag because marshmallows and cereal go it really does so um i'm going to do i don't know what type of frosting style i'm going to do per se uh we're just gonna wing it as we go and a lot of baking for me is that like i formulate ideas on what i'm going to do right and then i research what i would like to do along the way i research even sometimes i just look at reels on the styles that people do because there are several different styles that are on reels just so easy for you to go and find and look at and you know really formulate your own plan and that's a big thing that i like to do i really like to just study what other people do and create my own path in baking but a lot of baking for me is just on the spot because what I'm thinking in my head may not be the best course of action while I'm actually baking. I may have to shift. Maybe instead of this piping technique, this one is going to look better. For one, not because I'm best at it, because the cookie looks this way and that piping is going to really make the cookie pop, you know? So it could be, oh, maybe last minute, I wanted to add some drizzle on top of it. And, you know, it just, just to make the cookie pop. I really like to make my baking pop. I like it to stick out. I like it to be colorful. So that's the idea. 
So I'm going to be doing my blueberry streusel muffins and my Captain Crunch berry cookies. Look how I ate that. And I'm going to eat them all too. Um, now next up, this is going to be iconic. I'm going to be making, this is my first time making a, a cake where I'm actually adding fruits in it. Like not in the cake mix per se. I'm going to flavor the cake mix. I'm thinking I want to flavor the cake mix with... um. A blueberry flavoring sometimes if I do want to just add like a flavoring to my cake I honestly do add a pudding mix I even do it to my cookies like I made for example I made a pistachio quinoa cookie I used pistachio pudding to help really put in that flavor and I also used quinoa flour as well so that's just kind of stuff that I like to do to really bring out the um the flavor for coffee like you know if i wanted to make a coffee cake per se i would probably use that espresso powder but if i was in a rush though and i was using pillsbury white cake i would probably just brew some coffee and then use that so like if i'm using milk as well i'll almost kind of make like a latte before i put it inside uh the cake so let's say i'll have i'll substitute my water for coffee and then i'll put um milk let me rephrase that. I will substitute my water for coffee, but I'll also substitute the water for milk. So maybe what I'll do is I'll do maybe half coffee, half milk, right? And kind of almost make like this latte and then put it inside the batter and then it'll really create this coffee taste, right? But the frosting is so coffee that I don't need the cake to literally taste like cold brew in my mouth. I just need it to be the essence of coffee to really heighten the coffee experience. Oh my God, amazing. Absolutely amazing. These are just things that you can do to really flavor your... um you're baking but i've also noticed that just using oils even more so beyond extract because i don't think extract captures what an oil can an oil will be perfect so if i want a cotton candy flavoring an oil is going to be perfect i've used real cotton candy before it doesn't always get the direct flavor that you want so if in this cake i want it to be like a blueberry type flavor right to really add on to the fruit that's going to be in the middle. So let me tell you. So I'm gonna do a square cake, right? And I'm obviously, so let's say I take my first square cake out the pan. I'm going to frost in the top of it, right? Because obviously you want your frosting in the middle to make your cake stick. 101, cake 101, right? So after I do that, I'm going to essentially pipe along the sides, outline the cake, right with some stiff frosting and then i'm going to come in and then i'm going to line the inner sides of the outline frosting that i just did and i'm going to outline it again right and then i'm going to spread that second line of frosting in you know just move it all around and then in between that little area where there's no frosting well barely any frosting i should say i'm going to put my fruit filling inside that cake and then once I'm done with that, I'll stick my other cake on top. And then that's when I'll fill in the sides, right? And then that's when I'm really going to start icing the outside of my cake, 
right? Start from the bottom up. I'm going to create a line and I'm going to just stack the frosting lines on top of each other till I get to the top of the cake. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to layer out my sides. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some more frosting on top, layer out my top, layer out my sides, and then I'm going to rinse and repeat, bitch. That's just what I'm going to do. So I'm going to be making the simplest, simplest, simplest cake. Like I'm not even doing sprinkles. This is just going to be an all white frosted cake. And then I'm going to decorate this cake with flowers, real flowers and fruit. The filling that I have, I'm making it myself with blackberries, strawberries and blueberries. And then I'm going to decorate the top of this cake with actual berries. So this is gonna be a mixed berry cake. I'm gonna be doing blueberry streusel muffins and Captain Crunch berry cookies, essentially. That's what I'm going to be baking. Ate that up, right? Yeah, absolutely, I know what it is. It's just one of those things where I'm kind of like, okay, I see the vision, right? Right? And then at some point after I see the vision, I have to see a vision first. And I have to let that vision sit with me for at least a week, at least a week or two, because after that week or two, that's when it changes to what I really want to do. It's true. I need time for my mind to process what I want to do. And I'm trying to figure out what haven't I done? Because <laughs> the problem is I've done several things already, right? Now, how can I elevate what I've already done? This is a basic cake, but I've never made a cake like this before, right? And the way that I'm making this cake is almost, well, it's almost professional. That's how I feel anyway, because I don't really see people making these cakes unless they're selling them. I'm not selling them, they're going to my mother. And if she wasn't my mother, she would be charged. No, but I'm in my cake bag. So if you're looking for anything special, if you would like any bakery items or something, hit me up. I mean, the reality of it is, you know, shipping is not cheap. Shipping is not cheap. You know, items that go inside these cakes are not cheap <laughs> at all, um, especially now. You know, I just paid four dollars a piece for three cans of frosting um the proper frosting i needed stiff and medium and i got three of those and that's about 12 bucks so be for real no we gotta be for real y'all that is crazy to me inflation is crazy i was like you want to know what i need to just make my own frosting but i looked at the powdered sugar the eggs the cream all of you know what I mean to actually make frosting and bitch I'm better off just buying the can at this point that's just like you're better off just going out to eat because getting the ingredients to cook is adding up to be the same thing anyway so I think there's just something so special about a cake that comes from somebody who knows the craft and doesn't really have a business in the sense that, you know, I don't have a bakery that you can just go up to, but I've taken the time to study my craft and, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, 
I mean, I guess that's just it. I just, I took the time to study my craft. It's a passion. It's not something that I just do for fun, even though it is. I do just do it for fun. But also, I do it because, well, it's second nature. It's second nature. Like, I don't, like, I go into a store and I'm like, oh, I'm going to bake today. I'm not like, oh my God, I feel like baking today. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so second nature for me to just go and do this. And it's naturally a form of self-care for me. You know, if I'm feeling anxious or something like that, I can go bake a cake and it will take my anxiety down from a 10, maybe to at least an eight. Right? It's going to do something. So it's definitely a positive coping mechanism. It's not just something, you know, oh, yeah, you really need you fun or something. And it definitely can be. It's not always. Baking can be stressful. If you are under a time crunch, if you are making content, if you are doing baking other than just baking for yourself, it can be stressful. And that's why it's not always for fun, but it is something that I am passionate about and I don't mind doing. I can be in the kitchen for 12 hours. I can, and I have been several times, several times this year, several times last year, several times in my life, just baking up a storm. It's just what I do. Now, let me get paid for them 12 hours. That's going to eat, okay? So I'm going to be starting to open up orders as this year starts to um, wrap up. I'm really perfecting my craft right now before I really step into that area. But I think I'm really rolling out my cookies more than anything. Because for one, I can ship those cookies a lot easier than I can ship a cake. So um, even, you know, like a six count cupcakes or whatever, I can ship those so much easier than anything else. So, all right, y'all, I'm going to get off here now. That is my Mother's Day baking podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into my Mother's Day baking podcast. And I hope you tune into the next Mother's Day baking podcast. No, I'm kidding, y'all. Make sure you go eat some water. Eat some water. Be serious. Where is my mind today? Y'all, I got so much to do. Okay, make sure you go ahead and drink some water. Eat you some good food. Take care of yourself. Y'all know what the drill is. And I will see you next time. All right? I'm out here, y'all. Peace.